0: Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you.
1: Our Father and our God, as we go into your word, we ask humbly that this same presence, the same unction, the same anointing, takes us into your word. O Lord, anoint me afresh, that I will speak as I should, as an oracle of God. Put the same unction and anointing upon the ears and the hearts of all who will hear me, those who are physically present, as well as those who will hear me remotely electronically so that your word will flow freely from you through me to the people to do an internal and eternal work in every heart including mine in particular to cause our wills to become more humble minds to be more enlightened with revelation knowledge emotions to be more tempered and controlled by the power of of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I further pray as I speak, the power of the Spirit of God be released in great as well as in sufficient measure to back these words and follow them wherever they are heard and released in all the earth. Power that will heal. Power that will deliver. Power that will break yokes. Power that will free men so that they will become doers of the things that they hear and not hearers only. Well. I also pray for mercy to be faithful, to deliver the word with precision, mm, to redeem the time, and say only what you want me to say. Bringing out of the treasure of this word things new and old, as a scribe instructed unto the kingdom. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And all those in agreement, receiving every blessing mentioned in that prayer, in their individual lives, all individually agreed and said, this afternoon we're going to continue our series on overcoming rebellion the davidic dynasty in our last teaching we stopped at absalom's murder of his brother Ammon, who had raped his sister in in second samuel chapter thirteen, Second Samuel, chapter 13, we, in the last verses from 23 downwards, I'm not going to read everything, as the Holy Spirit directs me, I'll just highlight a few verses and give you the general discourse. Uh, Absalom invites all his half-brothers to his house for his sheep-sharing. He goes to David. He actually invited David. Then David said, look, look, it's going to cost you too much money for you to bring me, the king. You know, the king's house is a very large number. It's going to be very expensive for you. Don't, don't bother with that. So Absalom said, okay, if you can't come, at least tell my brothers to come. Tell Ammon to come. And He should, you know, that was a red flag. David should have known, you know, and said, why should he go with you? The Holy Spirit actually beeped him. Why should he go with you? And all the background was there that he had raped his, this two years after, he had raped his sister, you know, and all of that. And I shared this last time. David was not as sensitive to the Holy Spirit as he used to be. And I said something that I think is a lesson for all of us there is something about wealth and comfort that makes us not stay on our spiritual toes. Once most of our needs are met, we we're sharing with somebody recently, said it's not good for you to be a kind of Christian that is only when you need something, you go to God. You know, many of us are like that. It's because we're facing one challenge in our lives or the other. Maybe you're not married yet or you haven't had children, or you're wanting a breakthrough financially. That's what motivates most people to come to church. It is not wrong, but it becomes wrong when it becomes the main priority. Jesus said it this way in the New Testament. He said, you seek me not because you, 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 you saw the miracle, but because you ate bread and fish. That is still to. In fact, it's probably more true today than in Jesus' time most most probably i mean i have not any statistics on this but you know i just you know wager a guess probably over 70 percent of the church if not more is like that they come to church because they have one problem or the other now it's not wrong to trust god for so but that must not be the main reason why you serve god you must serve god because you want to i'm going to make it very simple become like god you know that's what Christianity is? is to make you like God. We're already like God. All men, both sin and saint, are already created in the image and likeness of God. But that image has been severely distorted by sin. That's why Jesus came. When you remove the sin, the sin nature in the, in, in the spirit, soul, and body of man, then that man starts becoming more like God. And, then, and, and ultimately, what God wants us to be is God's on the earth. We are Elohim. We are just an extension of the Godhead. So, you know, uh, David, you know, he became comfortable. He was in the palace. He wasn't, Saul was dead. Nobody was running after him anymore. His enemies, most of the Philistines, he had comfort, conquered them. Everybody was bringing tribute. David relaxed. And it affected his spiritual sensitivity. And he paid dearly for it. So, Absalom kills only Ammon. But David was afraid that all the boys had been killed. And then, you know, this bad boy, Jonathan, whatever his name was. You know, (laughs) Jonadab. Terrible name. That's why his name is bad. (laughs) Jonadab. I'm only joking. You know, anyway... You know, he tells David, no, 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 no. It's only Ammon. So, you know, and then I'm going to read verse 33. Uh, Right. So, he kills him. And the Bible says, uh, Jonadab says, uh, you know, "Only, only, only Ammon is dead. Verse 34. That's where we stop. But Absalom fled. And the young man that kept the watch lifted up his eyes and looked and said behold they come much people and you know all the other all the other children were fine absalom like i told you last time his mother was not an israelite He was not big david's big problems and solomon magnified this problem a hundredfold <laughs> i i think he did more than a hundredfold <laughs> you know because I don't think David had to, up to a, 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 you know, I don't think, I don't know how many he had. You know, anyway, I, I, don't, I don't let him get sidetracked. You know, the thing about it is, you know, so Absalom runs away. And because in that place, David couldn't send anybody there to come and kill him. You know, which is what David should have done. This is where I stopped. David should have had Absalom executed. As it turns out, Absalom still dies. But a lot of other people died unnecessarily with Absalom. And David is going to answer to God for those lives. At the bema seat of Christ, he's still going to answer. There's still blood on his hands. One of the reasons why God said you can't build that temple. You've got too much blood on your hands. It's part of it. Apart from killing Uriah the Hittite, look at all the blood. Hundreds died, if not thousands, because of Absalom. And David was so, and all parents, all of us need to learn this. I love my children very much. My wife knows. In fact, my wife says sometimes I'm too emotional about my children. But really, the truth about the matter is that God comes first. And if you break God's laws, my child or not my child, I'm going to tell you the way it is. I'll do everything I can to help you. Don't misunderstand me. But I am not going to compromise the word of God for you. You must love God more than you love your children. If any man loves father, mother, sisters, children, why? More than me. He says, it's not worthy of me. We learn that lesson here. It's a very difficult lesson. Many of us are so emotionally attached to our children, we can't even correct them. My wife was, somebody was asking, it came to us about something about their children and all that. So my wife quoted a Yoruba proverb. No 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 momiko no, de no no, no no Let me say it in English <laughs> Beat my child build my child does not enter the my, the heart of the of the person who owns the child <laughs> Franca mad <my> don go <laughs> But seriously you know you know it's a different world we're living Pastor G Remember when you were a kid. Remember when I was a kid? In my in my childhood, anybody in the neighborhood can beat you. Then when you come home, your parents will beat you on top. Ah, now, now it's child abuse. They will lock you in jail. Don't touch anybody's child. Ah. When we were growing up, it's one of the things that helped us. Because in the neighborhood, you know, I lived in Ikoyi. I lived in Surulere first, then later on we lived in Ikoyi. you know. I remember my road, you know, the dual matches are still very good friends, you know. I, can, I, can. I was as terrified of Lukman's mother as I was my own mother. Maybe more. <laughs> she will slap you, beat you, then take you to your mother, then your mother too will beat you and slap you. So you know you don't misbehave in their house. Nowhere to hide. Let your children know. I can't run to mommy, I can't run to daddy, I can't run to uncle, I can't run. We all say the same thing. Bible. Give the Lord a clap offering. David failed in this area with a big F. You know? I've said this before, but it bears repetition. The reason why God did not want a monarchy is because the next king must be one of the sons of the present king. Whether they are spiritually qualified or not. So God said, I don't want you to have a king. They insisted. God said, okay, I'll give you a king. And like I saw to share with last time, What God wanted was a spiritual dynasty, not a biological monarchy. A spiritual dynasty. So he told them, okay, 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 okay. Look, when you guys have a... When when you get down, you say you want a king. I'll give you a king. But this is what the king should do. Let him take a copy of the law. Let him put it in his, his... Say it every day. So he will learn to fear the Lord is God. So his heart will not be lifted up. You know? if... If they had done that, then... God would have created, watch this, a spiritual dynasty in the midst of the biological monarchy. That was the plan. Sadly, they didn't do it. David had many boys, many sons. You know, he had so many wives. go there. Uh, you know, You know, none of them was qualified. The best was Solomon. And the best was not good enough. The big lesson for us today the equivalent of the biological monarchy is the pentecostal denominational system it was pa elton who used to call it the head and shoulders soul government pa. give give pa elton a super clap offering great man you know it's a soul <laughs> i was not laughing when i go and see Pa. He, he, he said, you know, this is just the soul system. And you know why? When you start, once you start a branching system, for example, if I, if I open a branch of scripture pasture, God forbid, <laughs> you, know, you know, I was actually planning to open one in V.I. I was going to send Pastor Larry and Kunle to Lagos to go and pastor the church in, in Sonu. <laughs> I'm serious. When you open a branch, you have to post a man there. Whether God called the man, you don't know. That's why I was using Frank and Frank as an example. The correct system is for you to preach and teach the word of God, which God will now put in the hearts of men. Those men will grow spiritually and God himself will call them then they will go and start a a, a church or whatever it is God told them to do and they will still have that link with you spiritually. That's the natural system, just like you have a natural tree. When you have a natural tree, you know, the sap from the earth, you know, the water and all 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 the nutrients come in and then the tree begins to grow branches and fruit. But it takes years and our people cannot wait. So they will open shop. You've heard the joke. Many years ago, somebody said somebody, he said, Ah, a church, open <laughs> budget.' In other words, let's let's open a church, it's very profitable. True story. I heard somebody say, You know, I'm going to close down that church. You know why it's not viable. <laughs> the guy was not, there's a certain minimum amount that the guy has to bring to headquarters on a monthly basis. And the guy was not returning. So the your guys in headquarters, they closed, well, in, the, in one case, they just removed the man. They removed him and God put him somewhere else and go and put somebody who knows how to get money from the people. <laughs> it's a bastardized system. Enough said. So the, 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 the Davidic dynasty is a spiritual dynasty. It is not a biological monarchy, and it was never the will of God. The biology this biological monarchy—this is what God told me in 1992 when I was thinking of doing it, because that was what everybody was doing. You know, if you want to, you want to grow, you go and open branch in London, open branch in New York, open branch in everybody fell all New York. Pastor G I like I like Law New York. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, open branch all over the whole place. You know, and God said, "Don't do it." Is that you will breed Absalom and Adonijah's. Look at what happened. So Adonijah, sorry, Absalom, goes to his mom's uh, um, town or country, wherever. Gesho. I think it is, yes. And Absalom fled and went to Talmai, the son of Ahimud, king of Gesho. Watch this. And David mourned for his son every day. How can you mourn for a murderer? I want to ask you a question. Why don't you mourn for Ammon? And innocent Tamar, who was raped at your instruction to take food to her brother. See how misplaced David's emotions were. Everybody be careful. You can misplace your emotions Love your children, don't misunderstand me. But when you need to tell them the truth, tell them the truth. Even though you say it in love, but be firm. This is not the right way to go. Don't do this. We're going to see that as we get to Adonijah, if if time permits and we get there. So, you know, um, so Absalom stays there for about three years or so. I'm, I'm going to cut the story short. You know, look look at verse 39. Oh oh my god. You know, these these verses make me angry. Angry in the sense that I love David though. Let's give David a super clap offering. Great, great God, great saint, one of the greatest saints. David's one of the greatest saints. No, apart from I don't apart from Jesus, I don't think anybody has as much scripture written about him like David. David, first second Samuel, first chronicles, you know. The whole Psalms, well not whole, but a lot of, almost 70% of the Psalms, if not more, is David. Another clap offering for David. But you can be great and fail in some areas. And that's what we must learn from the life of David. However great you are, your, 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 your spirituality should be holistic. In other words, it should cover every area. You shouldn't be strong in one area and then weak in another area. Satan will take advantage of it. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur, Geshur, and was there three years and the soul of King David longed to go forth unto Absalom. Can you imagine? And he had other children who, Adonijah, they were all there. Absalom was not the only son. For he was comforted concerning Ammon, seeing he was dead. Chapter 14, 2 Samuel 14. I'm not going to read everything. To call a long story short, Joab, let's just read verse 1. Now Joab, the son of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's heart was towards Absalom. Absalom had committed murder. By law, if Absalom comes back, he should be killed. That's why Absalom fled. But David is weak. He's weak emotionally. Joab, a lot of people don't know many of That's why you need to study the scriptures deeply. Joab is a nephew to David. And his brothers. Joab's mummy was David's sister. That's why the genealogies are not for decoration. You know, while we read in the Bible, and this one begat this one, and this one begat this one, and this one, that's why you need to read it. So, there, 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 he's, he's his uncle. And Joab is his uh, commander in chief in the army. So, Joab knows David very well. Bye bye. So, Joab goes to play some, <laughs> some trickery, you know. I won't go to so he gets a woman and the woman comes and tells David a lie that her two sons died and you know they they fought each other and the other one wants to you know they want to kill the other one anyway it's similar to what David was 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 uh, experiencing he has one son is dead then the law is saying that the other son should die so David said oh no your son will not die you know and you know I will tell them to come. I will solve, solve, uh, uh, solve the problem. <laughs> then <laughs> he now reveals Ah, uh, uh, is, this is Joab who sent this woman that you know uh, the judgment has come out of my mouth is that okay I should pardon Absalom so he now sen- it's Joab he sends this is all going to be very significant in the next few minutes it is Joab who initiated this thing just as a to honor David Because he's his uncle. He loves him. He's mourning about this boy. Let me find a way of bringing him back. So, Joab brings Absalom back to town. But David says, he will not see my face. Let him stay in his house. But he must not come to the palace. All that is cutting the branches. Do you understand? You see, when you don't do the right thing, you open the door for the devil you open the door for the devil that you know he was trying to show that okay I'm strict and I'm, I'm, I'm punishing Absalom but that's not the punishment. that you should not come to the palace I won't see his face. So you know what? Absalom the rebellion in his heart over these years we're looking at five years it's good that's why you need to read the Bible he rapes sorry Ammon rapes Two years, Absalom doesn't do anything. Absalom kills his brother, runs to Gershom for three years. So we have a total of five years. All these years, rebellion has been growing in the heart of
0: Absalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org.